Hey everybody, welcome to Breaking Cinematic Universes. I am Trevor, and joined as always by Patrick. Now, Patrick, you know I've been teasing people that I got us a special guest. You have. I've been teasing them. I've been I've been sprinkling the breadcrumbs in front of them. And with that being said, I reached out to this guy a few weeks ago to to, to get him on the show because we're all about the cinematic universes. It doesn't matter what part of the cinematic universes you are. These guys are the unsung heroes in, in both our eyes, Patrick, and, and we agreed on that. We have on the show Tony McFar. Now, Tony McFar is in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He was actually Chris Pratt's stunt double as Star-Lord. Um, he also worked with Chris on Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Tony, welcome to the show, buddy. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So obviously we're cinematic universes, which kind of fills into that uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, Jurassic World. But there's one of your movies you've done stunts for that I've really got to talk to you about. Because when I saw it on your IMDb profile, I got a little excited. <laughs> you which got, one is that? You got to be the stunt double for John Hamm in one of my favorite comedies. Uh, yeah actually it was it was very short it was only a few days um so yeah unfortunately i didn't get to actually even meet him it was uh towards the end um they'd actually called me on a to to double him but i think i was actually doing jurassic and so literally when i came back they were just doing some some reshoots of some stuff or whatever and uh they used me so i was either getting ready to leave it was right in the very beginning or I was, I was coming back. So there was only like a, a week or something. Um, yeah. Otherwise I, I, you know, I would have been able to, to work more and meet him, but I, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to meet him actually. How, how did you get paired up with, with, uh, you know, cause we talked about Chris Pratt and everything. how did you get paired? Like, how do they, they seek you out for, for these type of type of roles? Is it because of, uh, you know, the height body you know, build and that kind of situation? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of it goes, goes by that, you know, they try to make, you know, the best match they can as far as body type and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And, you know, if you look, if you look like them in the face or whatever, it's just kind of an added notice. Most of the time, if they see your face, you know, they're in the wrong shot. So, um, but, uh, it's just kind of that whole networking thing. So, you know, I, I was in Atlanta and they, they brought all the, the big pictures and uh and then you just start meeting coordinators and you just kind of start putting your stuff out there and you just uh you know start putting your videos out there and you know trying to just make a name for yourself and uh you know i think i was actually the second choice um uh, i think one of one guy had doubled him on on uh, guardians the first one the reshoot they actually shot the first one in england and he had his stunt double there which actually i got to meet him on on jurassic 2 super nice guy uh, so they called that guy and he wasn't available to double him on, um, on Jurassic one. He was actually doubling Arnold Schwarzenegger on whatever Terminator it was. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, actually, uh, then I got the call and, uh, yeah, I showed up and, and I was a good match and just, you know, did my part. And that's the thing. Sometimes you get the call, you might not be the, you know, the first, second or third choice, but you know, when you get the opportunity, just go and do the best you can. Uh, and, and, you know, I got along with with Pratt good and uh, matched up good. And so, yeah, we had a, a pretty good little run. He, he seems like a funny guy. Yeah. He's pretty much exactly, you know, how you see him. Uh, I mean, he's just always, always, you know, in good spirits and uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him <laughs> yell or, or yeah, be crossed with anyone actually. So yeah. That's awesome. Know. So yeah. 
I will tell you, Tony, Star-Lord the character is a little near and dear to me. I actually, uh, Patrick and I, and his wife and my fiance, we all do cosplay for charity. Mm-hmm. And Star-Lord is one of the characters I do right now. Okay. So um, when when Khalil fell through, I started looking like, I'm like, who can we get? I'm like, ooh, Star-Lord. Front <laughs> double. <laughs> Tony McCart, let's call him. Um, you've done a lot of great movies, uh, stunt work wise. I mean, you've done F- uh, Furious Seven. Uh, we saw in your um, on your Instagram, Passengers. Um, yeah, that was a good one. You told us a story about uh, you actually got to meet uh, the late Chadwick Boseman, who recently passed. We did uh, last week's show uh, uh, mm-hmm. talking about him. You got to meet him on the the set of Captain America: Civil War. How? Mm-hmm. How is it working with the Russos? I've heard nothing but good things from like interviews and stuff, but everybody says nice things in interviews. Um, yeah, I mean, my time with them on Cap- Captain uh, Civil War, I only did a couple weeks, whatever. So yeah, sometimes you know, there's just a couple days you work. Sometimes you don't do anything. You sit around. Sometimes you have some nasty stunts. But obviously, when I was doubling, you know, Pratt, and I was I was doing, you know, all the stunts and everything like that. But uh, yeah, most of those uh, Marvel Marvel uh, uh, movies they run they run pretty pretty well, like a well oiled machine. Um, uh, you know, when I did Guardians, that was probably the best one working with uh, James Gunn. I mean, he, he knew exactly what he wanted, and I mean, we just knocked out stuff, you know, really quick. And you know, it, it's it's nice to work for you know a director who knows what they want, and when they get the shot, they just go, "We got it." And you don't have to shoot it, you know. 15 more t- times just just in case but uh, yeah so I, I told you i met chadwick uh i mean i think it was his first day on set in mine and he came right up to me when i came out of the trailer and uh introduced himself and and just couldn't have been nicer and i wasn't even really that familiar with uh, <laughs> the character black panther so i was like oh nice to meet you and then uh then you know obviously he blew up so but yeah he was a super super nice guy but you're also in uh, in Jumanji, uh, Welcome to the Jungle, which I I absolutely loved. How was how was uh, how was the rock on that, and like how was how was the interaction with the crew there? Yeah, actually, uh, that was that was really good. Uh, you know, that coordinator I, I've known for a while. I worked with him on uh, on Passengers. Jack Gill. He was actually uh, what was it? Bo Duke's stunt double from years back, the the Dukes of Hazard. So you know, just super guy. And actually, the rock was super super nice and super f- professional. You know. Uh, yeah, everyone actually, Jack Black, one of the nicest people you meet. Um, so yeah, that set was actually, you know, it was actually, we shot that in Atlanta. That whole bizarre scene was actually in Atlanta. It was freezing cold. Um, and they had set that up between like kind of these really two old <laughs> dilapidated buildings. Um, and this wind, it just created this wind tunnel that <laughs> was like 30 mile an hour wind blowing through there, just freezing you. But obviously in movie magic, you can't, you can't tell at all. But yeah, that was actually a, a lot of fun to to work on that. And like I said, uh, I I was supposed to be out, have a scene where The Rock grabs my head and smashes it into a table um, when he's coming down. I think when he first turns into The Rock or whatever that character. Um, but uh, they kind of, I guess he he cut they kind of cut it. They ran out of time with that. There were so mm-hmm. many or whatever. So he was cool. I mean, he has complete control over that. He's like, all right, you know, we kind of set everything up, and then he comes in. He's like, all right, how about I'll do this. And they're like, okay. All right. And I'll do, just do this on this one. Okay. You know, so he pretty much, uh, you know, runs, runs the show and, but you know, knows what looks good. And that's, that's good. And like I said, real professional and Jack Black, the nicest guy. Uh, yeah. so. so 
as I said, you've also done work with uh, Furious Seven. You also did some some work with two of my favorite shows, and I, I have a lot of favorite shows <laughs> and movies. Uh, the Glades and the Finder. I think two shows that got canceled, you know, way too soon. Oh yeah. Um, how was yeah. it working on yeah, the Finder? Yeah, the Finder actually uh, was my first kind of big show to work on, where I was actually doubling the main guy. Uh, I forget his name, uh, Jeff Stoltz. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was another, he was another just super, super, super nice guy down to earth. Um, yeah, I did all the driving on that. I did quite a few, like when I'm driving that little, uh, sidecar, I mean, that thing was just, just terrible, terrible, dangerous, <laughs> just driving that in general, um, uh, driving it over the Miami bridge and it's windy and that thing is just whipping all over the place. And at that point they didn't have like a police shut off the uh, roadway. So, I mean, normally that's normal protocol is yeah. you know, when we're shooting you know, so I'm like, are you kidding me? But, you know, you just get in different situations and, you know, you just make do with, with what you got. But, uh, yeah, so that, I think that was one of my most dangerous stunts on there was, uh, was it, was it the glades? I was doing a bridge jump where the bridge is actually opening up and, uh, I have to jump from one side to the other. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like kind of at night and you can't really see the other side of the bridge. So you have to take your best guess. And, uh, you know, at the apex, it's, it's about a good 30, 30 foot drop. But if you miss, you know, you're going to crunch into the other side and then drop. So that's the, the problem. And, uh, they you know, they were supposed to have some reading set up, but that didn't happen. So the director asked if, you know, Hey, can you do this? And you just like, yeah, I don't see why not. But, uh, <laughs> so luckily we only did it three times and, uh, everything was good. I was actually doubling actually who something, Johan, something he was in, um, uh, I forget which movies, uh, those were the, I can't remember, but anyways, and I'd been running around in like shoes that were too small during this scene, you know, through these cars. So, I mean, yeah, my feet are killing me that, you know, like I said, there's, there's always some issue, you know, the easiest stunt can be the hardest sometimes and the hardest stunt can be the easiest. Yeah. I, uh, I can, I, I, I wish I could say I can understand that, but I have no idea. Um, the hardest stunt I do is getting off the couch most days. Um, uh, Patrick, I think you got a couple other, questions for him yeah. may have lost uh, trevor's audio give us just a second I've, i'm noting that so we can cut this out are you there yep we got you back okay i'll cut it you can go you can go ahead sorry no i'll say do you have any other questions yeah i was i was gonna say so how how did you get into to stunt work was it something you kind of you you saw you know, specific, you know, scene or specific movies that you, uh, you know, growing up and you thought like, man, I got, I got to do this. Like, you know, I, I'm thinking like Jackie Chan or something like that, obviously very different stunts, but was there someone that you like looked up to or a specific scene that, that just hooked you? Yeah, actually, I, I remember, uh, watching big trouble in little China and just seeing yeah. all, all those, the, the stunts and the special effects and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I, I remember that really kind of, I was like, that is really, really cool. Um, and, to piggyback on that, when I worked on, mm -hmm. you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, I worked with Kurt Russell, another just nicest yeah. guy. I actually got to go golf with him. And I mean, a really good golfer and just, just, just like the nicest average guy, you know, he, you know, especially after being in the business since he was a kid. Um, but, uh, so yeah. me and Pat are, are standing there and I don't know how we brought it up, but we brought up, you know, uh, uh, what was I just talking about? The, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, big trouble, yeah, yeah. You know, some of the scenes. He goes, you know, I'm not even a martial artist. He goes, you know, it was the other guy that, you know, could kick everyone's ass and this and that. So <laughs> he's talking, me and Chris are just like, 
listening to him in Rapture, like, oh my God, you know, and he's like, yeah, the one scene I kind of came up with, you know, where I shoot the rocks or, you know, I shoot the gun and the rocks knock me out. He goes, I came up with that just to kind of take me out of the scene. <laughs> and we're just like, oh my God, this is so awesome. This is so awesome. That's hilarious. So, I mean, it's a lot of the collaboration on set. I mean, like, like he was talking about, like one of my favorite, you know, it's obviously not a stunt, but uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the uh, Harrison Ford shooting the, shooting the um, guy. Yeah. With it, with, you know, it was was a total like this is better for the character. You could have done a stunt fight, but this is better. And similar to what you mentioned about like The Rock knowing like I want to do this, I want to do this, and knowing uh, not only the business but the the stunt aspect, knowing what you can get uh, that camera to capture mm-hmm. is is got to be just gold at that point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so actually, you know, I started at at Disney. I, I grew up in uh, Florida and Cocoa Beach area, and then moved to okay. Orlando. And uh, actually just went to uh, one of the auditions they had over here. Um, and basically you go into this, uh, you know, gym, gymnastic facility and they, uh, they kind of typecast you out immediately, you know, if you're not the right height or look or whatever. Sure. And then, you know, they just put you through the basic, you know, pushups, pull-ups. Uh, and uh, they're actually looking at me for Tarzan. Um, so you're, I was doing all this kind of rope stuff or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm glad I didn't get that because I mean, all those guys blew out all their, their shoulders. And then, uh, you know, that show actually closed early. So, uh, yeah. I ended up being too tall to be Indiana Jones. Um, so I became the German mechanic. Uh, so it's okay, yeah. three. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, then, you know, they, at that point they had stopped using like the bald caps and all that kind of stuff, you know, so they just had, as long as you were just bigger than the Indiana Jones was, you know, all they were looking for. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I ended up getting that. And, uh, it was, you know, they kind of show you how to, you know, throw punches, take punches, you know, kind of do the falls. And basically you just have to have some kind of, you know, athleticism, um, and sure. kind of build on that. Um, and then, yeah, I learned how to do, you know, high falls, you start low and then just kind of keep working your way up. Um, I was doing the lights motor action show and I was doing the 40 foot high fall there, which is a, it's a good, it's a nice little, uh, fall feel, uh, a couple seconds of free fall, nice and peaceful. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, you just kind of keep working on, on different elements and, uh, you know, then other guys get into stunt business, they might be motocross guys and, you know, Mm -hmm. I I have a motorcycle, but I'm not a motocross jumper. So, you know, they bring someone as a specialist and the next thing you know, (laughs) they're on a set, they see how much money they just made and how much fun it was. They're like, Oh, I'm going to be a stunt man. So then they learn (laughs) how to, you know, throw punches (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, basically how a lot of people get into the stunt world if if they have a specialty and then they're like, Oh, I just made how much for doing what? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, I mean, it's gotta be eye opening for, like you said, if you got a niche or or that and like where you did more of a a traditional like stunt stunt work as opposed Mm to uh, specialty. Um, But yeah, I could totally see, you know, people from uh, doing that or um, people who wanted to be like uh, professional wrestlers or something to that effect. Cause a lot of the similarity in there, it's stage combat. You know, you've got to learn how to take a fall and, you know, get it, get it right. Uh, And it's, in as little it takes as possible because you're, you're eating up everybody else's time. If you're the person on set doing that, uh, doing that prop, um, was there, was there ever a, a stunt you were asked to do that? Like what you felt was, was too much or you were you were unsure about, or have they been mostly reasonable? Not, not really. Uh, you know, some of the, uh, the wire gags where it's called a ratchet where you just get yanked back. And basically the first thing that hits is your, your neck and your head. Um, you know, at first, you, you know, when you get into the business, you know, you want to do these big, nasty stunts. And then uh, towards the end, I'm like, uh, I'm good. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just get smashed to the ground. And then when you see the, you know, the movie or the whatever, 
they could have put a pad down, you know, cause they cut it and it's just, yeah. So stuff like that, when you're like, Oh, if I'm going to hit the deck, make sure it's in the, you know, the movie or the film or whatever, you know, <laughs> put that pad down for me, put a pad down. Um, yeah. So, Oh, I think the, the one actually the opening scene in guardians of the galaxy, um, that was the opening scene where I smashed into these stairs and I ended up getting 10 staples in my head. Ooh. Um, and yeah, that was one I knew I was going to just wreck. And uh, luckily I got the, you know, the gun that was made of plastic mm-hmm. up over my face. Otherwise my face would have just been, you know, smashed. And yeah. then at that point you're done, you know, they just bring in the next guy. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> jeez. And you know, was, was point, your take, was that your take on there? Or- shooting. What's that? Yeah. Was that your take uh, that, that got into the, or do you know? Oh yeah. If you, if you hit pause, <laughs> you see me scorpion, that's the real deal right there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. You know, it was a one take and he's supposed to be dazed. dazed. Oh, those, those are the dogs. He's supposed to be dazed, which, you know, obviously I didn't have to act, you know, once I hit, I was like, all right, you're not knocked out. Nope. Get up. And, you know, James Gunn was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. That's great. We got it. And then, you know, I start bleeding from my head and then go get my staples and come back to work. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least you got the, you know, at least it was worth it in the end. I mean, yeah, yeah it was cool, but you got that shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. And that was cool. Actually, that was, you know, that's me flying around and, you know, I'm like 30 feet, you know, over everyone just flying around, you know, shooting at that, you know, octopus thing or whatever. And uh, so, yeah, that was actually pretty cool. But that mask, I mean, you couldn't see, I could barely breathe, um, you know, and now it's just, that- it looks, it looks cool, but yeah. Now that I can agree with you on mm-hmm. that one, I could say I a hundred percent understand with you on that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've got yeah, so. two of them, and neither one of them is very breathable, or or can you see uh, very well. But so mm-hmm. with you being a stunt actor, uh, stunt man, um, a lot of directors nowadays, uh, a lot. A couple of the bigger directors lately have come out of the stunt world. Um, Chad uh, Sta- Stahelski um, yeah. went from being a stunt I'm guy. I'm not a big fan of his. Like, go ahead. Okay. Well, a lot of these guys What's are that? coming out of doing stunts, <laughs> and they're making these movies like yeah. John Wick and and whatnot. Yeah. Um, have you thought about getting into directing? Uh, no, really. Uh, I thought about just mostly getting out of the business. Uh, you know, when, you know, when you, when you get in, you want to do all these, you know, cool things and you do. And that's the other thing is I, I wasn't from LA. So it's, it, it's pretty nasty backstabbing business, basically. <laughs> Since I wasn't in LA, uh, you know, it, it's, and I was just a Georgia guy. All the LA people get upset at you. And then since I was doubling Chris Pratt and it wasn't an LA guy doing it, I mean, it's, it gets, it's a pretty nasty, disgusting business. So uh, that's why actually I have two restaurants now. I'm getting ready to open the second one. Um, it's yeah, it's unfortunate that it's kind of like you know that Ellen DeGeneres show and its toxic mm-hmm. environment. That's that's how quite a few shows are, mm-hmm. um, and that's how a lot of the coordinators are, and that's how Chad Stahelski and uh, the crew that he runs, eighty seven eleven. They ended up blackballing me on on and uh, end games because I called one of their guys out. So uh, they went out of their way to. Uh, to make sure I didn't work on that end games one and two. So I have a, a bitter taste in my mouth. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, understandable. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, his crew and they, you know, he was 87, 11, which <clears throat> he had, he had created, he had been, I guess, kicked out of all the other stunt stunt groups. So he created his own and uh, they run, they run it pretty bad as far as just treating people like garbage. 
you know, if you're mm-hmm. not one of the, the crew, you know, or one of the inner circle, it's, it's like junior high, but when you're throwing, you know, tons of money around, you know, it's, uh, it gets pretty nasty. So it's a lot of, what, what do I say? I go, the backstabbing and the insecurity and jealousy is, is pretty bad. And, I, and that's just my close circle of friends. Then it gets really bad. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I'm thinking of the the stunt people and uh, and watching, you know, some behind the scenes and stuff. There's a lot of trust involved. Like you're talking about specific stunt crews, you yeah. know those people really well. But but to not respect someone who's not part of your circle, I think is uh, I think is disrespectful. I didn't I didn't know that about him. Not that I'm you know not that I'm gonna slam everybody or anything. Yeah. But well, and you know, basically, me, what happens is if you're not part of their core group, and I you know I yeah. saw it happen many times. And then <laughs> if, so, if you get hurt. And even if it's not your fault, they immediately just say it's your fault. You know, yeah. if it was like, you know, their son or whatever. Oh, no, you know, but I mean, I saw it happen and I'm like, man, this is, it's just, like I said, I got a bad taste, yeah. uh, you know, just seeing how people are treated. Just, yeah, just, you know, I, like I said, there's maybe a Guardians and a couple other sets where I was just like, oh my God, we're actually making a movie. Everyone's cool. You know, <laughs> it's not, yeah. you know, hey, what, what can I do to, you know, undermine this guy or screw him over or, Yeah. So unfortunately, that's the, that's the dark side. <laughs> mm, sure, I was I was going to ask because you're talking about like um, about uh, you know Jurassic and 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 possibly getting out of it because of you know L.A. versus you know versus outside of L.A. and everything. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask if you were going to be involved in any way in uh, Jurassic World Dominion or no, no. So uh, once once uh, this guy Sam Hargraves, who was Captain mm-hmm. American stunt double, uh, he took over coordinating. He went out of his way to uh, to blackball me on mm-hmm. End Games one and two. Uh, and even Pratt was just like, nope, Tony's my guy. Nope, Tony's my guy. And uh, I just come off doing Guardians where, you know, I was Star-Lord. I'm just knocked it out of the park. And yeah, uh, he was just like, no, you just don't have the skills. I'm like, are you serious, buddy? Like, I just finished. And Pratt even called the director and was just like, hey, yeah. this guy's trying to say that Tony. And, and James was like, Tony's great. You need to stick with him. But, uh, you know, Pratt being just such a nice guy was just like, hey, buddy, I'll get you. You know, it ended up costing me, you know, <laughs> quite a bit of money and, uh um, so like I said, left a really bad taste in my mouth and, uh, yeah. you know, just, they just went out of their way just to be nasty and vindictive for, you know, I called one of the, one of their guys out, you know, for just treating people like garbage. And I was like, is that necessary? And I mean, that was, that was it, man. I was out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I get it, man. I get it. Well, you said you're, you're going to the restaurant business. What, or sorry, you're already in it. You're opening up a second restaurant. Where, where's that uh, restaurant? Well, yeah, I, have, the name? Uh, I have one, I have one up in uh, Georgia and uh, Peachtree city. It's a, it's a poke place. It's a build your own poke and salad and wrap plate. Mm-hmm. And it's doing really well. It got a little crunch from COVID, but we're back up and running. <clears throat> so that's, uh, that's doing really well. And then actually I'm down here in Orlando <laughs> now. Um, I just moved out of Georgia completely. I just wanted to be away from the business. And uh, there, there's a handful of coordinators that if they call, I'll work for. But uh, that's the other part is, I mean, just the amount of, you know, hustling and just ass kissing and just like to try to get work. And I mean, these 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 guys are on such power trips. Um, you know, I met so many coordinators that that were just I had so much respect for, you know, back in the day they had done this or that. And I'm like, and then I meet them and they're just like so nasty and vindictive. And I was like, Oh, it's just, that's terrible. It's just really, I mean, really disappointing, you know? So, but then, yeah, so I'm opening one down here and then uh, I got another one in the works uh, in another year or so. So that's all going good. So I'm I'm glad and my back and everything, you know, I mean, you can only get slammed to the ground so many times, my back (laughs) cracks all over the place, you know? I wasn't going to mention like, you know, as you get older, not wanting to get, you know, get thrown around as much, but yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. So a lot of the older guys, they get into the driving part, which, you know, so you're, you're not really, you know, hitting the deck so much. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're both, we're both in Tampa. Um, mm. So uh, maybe he and I will have to make a trip out there and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, visit uh, your restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So it's on the backside of, of uh, Disney, where the uh, the Disney uh, colleges or whatever. I can actually mm-hmm. see the Magic Kingdom. <clears throat> so yeah, we're in the process of you know doing the build out. So that's still you know several months down the road if everything goes smoothly. Um, but the other thing I did is incorporate, you know, my movie stuff, uh, and I call it real bowls. And then the one up there is called the fit kitchen, but I have the movie posters and then the behind the scenes pictures underneath. So, uh, you know, and when I was in Hawaii working on Jurassic one and two, that's where poke is originated from. So, uh, you know, it all kind of ties in and then, uh, actually, you know, got a really good product and, uh, people really enjoy, enjoy that. Some people, you know, just think I like movies, so they don't even, they don't even, no, they just are like, oh, he must be in the movies. And they don't realize. Some people know, and, and it's a cool thing for them to, to know uh, when they come in there. They're like, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I'd rather people come in for the food than for <laughs> anything else. You've obviously done uh, stunts for Pratt. Of all the other actors you may have done stunts for, who's your favorite? Uh, I would say, yeah, definitely Pratt. Uh, I mean, yeah, we, like I said, we got along really good and, uh, you know, we used to golf and hang out a little bit here and there. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, I think, you know, on Jurassic one, there was a couple of nasty stunts or whatever that I did. But, uh, after that, when I started doing, what was it? Uh, you know, passengers, there was just a ton of just me when, when the actor, you know, trust you enough that they let you do it, you know, quite a bit of stuff because they, you know, they trust you and, you know, you're going to make them look good. You know, it's a, you know, that's when you know, it's, it's a good thing, you know, and like guardians when I was <clears throat> flying around, you know, he could, he could have done that. I mean, he can do a lot of his own stunts. Um, but yeah, when they trust you and they're just like, you do it and you're like, Oh, that's cool. You it know? seems like there's not an ego about it as well. Not to, not to, uh, you know, slam anybody or anything, but like mm-hmm. you hear the stories about like Tom Cruise, you know, obviously wanted to do as many of stunts as possible, which, uh, in in some cases, costs the the company money, costs the production money. If if your star gets hurt, that's one of the reasons for you know for yeah. stunt acting. It's not just about can this person do it, but like there's a risk factor involved. And I mean, so, he went but, so many stunt doubles. I mean, as soon as one of their one of the stunt one of his stunt doubles, I guess, said that they did the stunt, boom, they were gone. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, obviously they do all the stunts just to make sure it's safe for him to do it. Sure. You know. Uh, but yeah, and yeah, it is a shame when some of these actors say they do all their own stunts, and it's it's like really no, you don't. It kills me. It kills me when they don't. When, like when someone who says that, that says, says that they do. Like I, I'm a, I'm a musician as well, and I hear this. I see the same thing with like musicians, where you know, obviously we got all these different tools they can do as in Pro Tools to edit, you know, and you can't tell. But there are there are culprits that you would be surprised about who can barely play the licks that are on guitar or, or drums. And it's the same thing. It's like, just, just have some humility about it. Like say, Hey, I couldn't get this part right. I had to have, have someone else come in. Um, to me, that just props up other people around you. And that's, I think that's important in any business. Yeah. And yeah, Chris is, you know, he, he's put me on his Instagram a couple of times and stuff like that on, on guardians. And yeah. So, I mean, it's always, it's always been, always been cool, you know? So yeah, I mean, those were, and that's the other thing is when you're actually the number one, you know, one X stunt double, you get treated so much different than if you're just there, you know, doing stunt, you know, and that's the other thing too. It's just like, you know, we're all just humans and we all should just be treated decently unless you have a reason to not treat someone decent. But, uh, you know, if I walk in as Chris Pratt's double, they're like, Hey buddy, you know, and then if I walk at in as just, you know, just a regular stunt guy, they don't know. They're like, Hey, just, 
shut up, sit down. You know, and you're like, are you serious? Are you serious? So, <laughs> so one, one last question for you, Tony, before we cut you loose here, so you can, uh, uh, go do uh, the work on the restaurant. Um, one of the upcoming uh, films you have real quick, the conjuring, the devil made me do it. I actually mm-hmm. literally just sat down and watched a documentary on Ed and Lorraine Warren on uh, travel channels app. Mm-hmm. How is it working from a action movie to a, to a horror movie? Like what's the difference? And are you, um, are you Patrick Wilson's guy for this? Uh, no, so that's a funny story. Is actually, uh, I just worked one day on it, and basically the stunt is uh, wheeling him down a wheelchair and some really steep uh, uh, steps. That was the stunt. Huh. Um, and so they brought me in just because I'm a bigger guy. And uh, you would think it's pretty easy, but I mean, they're really steep steps, concrete. And I mean, we had to go down, I don't know, about eight of them. And, uh, but he was actually a super nice guy. Um, so it was just me. Yeah. So that, and that's what, what I said about sometimes the stunts are <laughs> really weird, but, uh, you know, you have to make sure that the, the actor, you know, drop the actor. Cause then, you know, then it's done, uh, you know, cause I have to flip them, flip them up so I can wheel them down. And like I said, these are these big, like city, city hall, you know, steps. It's uh where do we shoot that in, uh, um, some older place up in Atlanta. What was that? Griffin, Griffin city hall or something. It's kind of this older town. But yeah, so when you watch the movie, I'm I'm the police officer or security guard <laughs> wheeling them down. Nice. All but right. yeah, he was actually really nice. Uh, the lady, the lady, so she didn't say one word to me, which was pretty funny. So it's only me, him, and her standing there, you know, in between. <laughs> and he would talk to me, this and that. But she had, she did not acknowledge my existence at all. <laughs> not wow. even eye contact. Wow. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you can just say like, hi, hello, and that's it. But I mean, not even... It, you know, it, it, that's, I'm just like, oh, you guys are, it's ridiculous, man, that the, the business and how people are treated or how they think they should be treated. And I'm like, listen, you put your pants on the same way I do. And, mm-hmm. you know, so as you can tell, I'm pretty uh, <laughs> over the, the business and how people are treated. I totally get it. Um, well, we appreciate the time, Tony. Um, I'm going to ask you real quick. Do you mind if we use one of your photos for the cover for this uh, podcast? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, I was thinking the uh, one with you and, uh, well, the one with you and many pictures of you and Chris Pratt. Although I am loving that Star Lord jacket. That's a lot better than the one I have. Um, oh. <laughs> but listen, man, we appreciate it. You've been super awesome. We definitely want to come out, um, take, uh, you know, try out the restaurant when it opens in Orlando. Um, so, dude, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. We appreciate it. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Patrick, you, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep you posted on the uh, the restaurant and uh, just keep going, rocking on. Got it, man. We'll be there. Man, how awesome was that, dude? Dude, that was that was fantastic. It's it's always nice seeing someone who you know not only gets you know have knowledge of what's going on in the business but someone who's just completely down to earth uh without the without the the hubris just you know straight up like you you know you're just a person doing a job and all these other people are existing with you that's that's just how that's how humanity should run man no it it absolutely should i mean 
I so I'm, I'm going to his restaurant, by the way. It's the Fit Kitchen. He didn't actually plug the name, uh, but the Fit Kitchen in uh, off Peach Peachtree in uh, in Georgia, uh, opening up another one in Orlando. Uh, so I'm going to go to the. Uh, they even have a date night, by the way. If you click on their experiences, they have like a special date night thing you can do. Um, so I'm I'm totally going to hit this up when it opens. Yeah, I think the one in Orlando is going to be called Real Bowls. I'm guessing R E E L. Okay. Um, I think that's what he said. I'll confirm with him later. Um, yeah, dude, we need to go out there. Even if it's a double date, dude, why not, right? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, I mean hell, in 30 days, I'm going to be married. <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing, like, and I think he was he was definitely talking to us because, uh, you know, he probably knows, knows where we are. But uh, for those of you who didn't know, when he was talking about the stunts at Disney, he was talking about the stunt shows at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, um, which every time when he mentioned those, I'm like, I know exactly what – what fall he's talking about i know exactly he mentioned german mechanic number three i'm like i know exactly who you're gonna who you are i got to be an audience member like on the stage for indiana jones once i did the i think i was number three the one that did like the little dance oh yeah yeah i got to be that guy that's a that's a fun show uh if you it's it's one reason you know if you're if you if you your fast passes and and what have you in the reservation system what have you that they're doing uh if you got time like it's only during the day but man that's that's a fun one no it absolutely is but it was interesting just to kind of hear him dude got to golf with chris pratt and kurt russell and kurt russell i was gonna say like that's that's amazing Man, Kurt, and Kurt Russell's been in the business like he was talking about. It. Kurt Russell's been in the business forever. People people don't think about like or people don't remember the early stuff that he, that he did with Disney and everything. But man, yeah, he's been around. When did he? Hold on, I'm gonna. He did the uh, the computer war tennis shoes, man. Like 1969. I mean, that wasn't even his first, you know, his first role. But yeah, man, he goes way back as a kid. That was 13 years before I was even born. Yeah. Yeah, so the computer that wore tennis shoes like you just looked up, mm-hmm. I mean, that was 13 years before I was born. Yep. Yep. I mean, and 69. Yeah, I mean, I could go on about like, I mean, Kurt Russell uh, in, in the movies that, that he's been in. But yeah, that's those ones that people forget. People remember like Escape from L.A. and Escape from New York. Uh, Hateful Eight is, you know, fantastic. Oh, thank um, you, God. He's doing the Christmas Chronicles, too. Well, I would hope so. I mean, who else are they going to get to play Santa in that version of Santa? Which I will say, it's to me, it's not near as good as like the Santa Claus or something like that. But I, I thought it was fun. You know, one of my favorite movies, and he wasn't even in it very long. What's that? Sky High. Dude, Sky High. People do not talk enough about Sky High. That movie is great. That's a that's a great superhero movie, just cheesy movie that like is unapologetically uh, about what it is. I I loved it. Yeah, what you're now hearing, if you can hear it, is the <laughs> thunder and lightning. Um, and by the way, dude, that actually 1969 was not his first acting gig. No, no, he goes way back. 1962. Wow, and the Dennis the Menace TV series. I, I double checked that too. Wow, um, and he also did this. He was credited as doing the stunts on Backdraft in 1991. Hmm. Still one of my favorite movies, along with Tombstone. Yeah, Backdraft is good. Those are two movies that, when they're on, mm-hmm. there, there's very few movies where I can legitimately say, "Hey, 
if I'm flipping through the channel and, and my fiance is home with me and I see it, I'm like, nope, stop. We're watching that. Yep. There's three I can name off the top of my head. Just off the top of my head. Yeah. Shake Redemption. Really? Oh, God, yes. I got to be ready for something like that. And a dude brain is the only man that crawled through <laughs> 500 yards of shit and came out a clean man. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, God darn it. Now you threw me off. Backdraft. Yeah. And uh, there's one more I can't. I'm, it wasn't Tombstone. You mentioned Tombstone. Tombstone. Yes. Was Tombstone. Okay. I don't care what part of Tombstone. And he wasn't in Tombstone. Well, no. No, he was in uh, White Herb. Yeah. But regardless, Tombstone, if it's on, I'm watching it. Yeah, that's um, a damn good movie. That's some good stuff. By the way, speaking of movies, we do talk about <laughs> we do talk about like you know uh, all the cinematic universes and stuff. And I went to a drive-in to see New Mutants because was it? it was okay. It's not it's not bad. It's very different uh, in tone. Um, it's basically I, a horror movie, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. Uh, it, it's it, to me, it wasn't scary, but it's the tone is more of a, a horror movie than it is superheroes. Uh, because while they do have powers, they are, you know, they're in a, in a situation that is, that is much more of a horror trope than it is a superhero movie. Um, the, some of the special effects I felt were a little bit lacking, uh, towards the end. Uh, and there's a lot of things that they set up that are net, we're never going to see, uh, in, in the Marvel cinematic universe, or if we see it in the Marvel cinematic universe, it's a long time in the future, uh, before they set up certain characters. And I don't know if we want to quasi spoil if I say the what they're trying to set up in a movie. Uh, I don't know if we want to have a spoiler warning right now, I guess. Hold on. If you're cool. Hold on. Hold on. Hold okay. on. I'm going to YouTube. We can cut this down. I'm going to get a spoiler warning uh, sound effect. Okay. They've got to have one. I was going to say, dude, I can, I can edit that in. Let me see if they have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, SFX. I'm sorry. I'm radio guy, dude. Let's do it. I'll, I'll edit it in post. It's cool. Let me see. I think I found it here. Let me make sure this is it. Spoilers. Spoilers. There we go. There's your spoiler warning. I'm not going to even spoil the movie. I'm just going to say they mentioned the Essex Corporation, which was <laughs> also. I'm also- sorry. That damn thing's been mentioned so many times. Twice. It's twice now. It doesn't matter. It's been mentioned, and they have done shit with it. That would be Mr. Sinister. So it was mentioned twice. It was mentioned in, uh, was it Days of Future Past? Uh, And it was mentioned in this. And they were setting up Mr. Sinister to be a a future villain. And that's what the next movie was going to be. The next Fox uh, uh, X-Men movie was going to feature Mr. Sinister. And obviously that's never going to happen now. So another thing I want to get off my chest, a buddy of ours has been posting this and I feel bad for him because it, he, he, he's getting his hopes up. Circulating the web is currently from another Facebook page. Something big is coming. And it says at the bottom fan poster for Avengers Secret Wars. Yeah, but that's not the next phase. No, that's not the next phase. I'm sorry. That may be the end of phase five. That ain't going to be the end of phase four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because Joe and Anthony Russo have got so much on their plate right now because of the MCU. 
that also, they're they're retooling too much to do secret wars like you can't do secret wars which is a total like mashup team up you have to build to that which means that we're going to build this entire phase maybe that'll be in the next phase like you mentioned maybe that's in phase five but you this this phase is a rebuilding phase we we've lost uh we lost three of the the biggest names in regards to avengers yeah. it's this is this is a rebuilding phase it's like a rebuilding year for an nfl franchise and i'm not a football guy but that's what this is like you, you gotta take the time no. no i'm playing fantasy football by the way i got roped into that do you need help uh i'll, I'll let you know so far i think i'm all right but I'll, I'll send you i'll send you my draft picks and uh let you know and see see what you think about it but um yeah, as someone who I've, I've played fantasy football a few times before, but I don't know the players, so I have to go straight up on stats or like Google stuff. Um, so I'm at, I'm at a disadvantage when it comes to that. But you know, it's it's a it's a fun camaraderie kind of thing uh, to me. It's not really it wasn't really about the sport. It was more about like, hey, I get to hang out with uh, you know talk to uh, to people uh, and give you know give a reason to talk to people outside of work and such. Yeah, you know, you got to get out every so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I said, um, New Mutants. If you, if you, it's very different. Don't go in thinking it, it's a, it's an X Men movie. Don't go in thinking it's, uh, it's a, it's a Marvel movie. Um, they, they even like. I mean, there's even like little bits in there where you're like, they're totally trying to drum up the fact that it has a connection to X Men. And um, if you know what, it, it's, it's a, it's a catch it on Netflix kind of situation. Um, Catch, yeah, catch it on Netflix or I guess when it comes to Disney Plus because that's probably where it'll come next. But yeah, I mean, this poster has been circulating and they even put on the post. It's a fan poster. Yeah. But, you know, they're they're trying to tease something big and that's something you're never going to get from us at Breaking Cinematic Universes. If we tease you with something, it's going to be legit. We're not going to, you know, just throw the breadcrumbs out there only to not give a payoff mm-hmm. hence mm-hmm. me saying i had a huge super well to us that's a huge guess because the guy's been there standing next to kurt russell and chris pratt yeah. he has gotten to wear the damn star lord outfit <laughs> the legit one yep yep you're like dude did they by just give you a spare shirt <laughs> like shirt. yeah dude it's 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 cool seeing someone uh yeah, who's who's been in been in the business and, and seen the behind the scenes and how that works. And it's really cool seeing someone who um, who gives it to you straight up about like it's exactly how I'd expect working for James Gunn was. Like it's exactly like how he described it is exactly how I would expect. Uh, you know, in not in the controlling aspect, but it's like he knows exactly what he's getting. And once you're you've got it, you've got it. He's not wasting anybody's time. Um, and that's honestly what makes James Gunn one of the greatest directors out right now. No, that's everybody, right. I said loves, everybody loves working for him. Yeah, yeah, and that's why. Um, that's why. Why do you think Marvel realized? Oh shit, we made a mistake. <laughs> yep, and now we're doing. I mean, and honestly, I th- I'm going to guess that the Suicide Squad, uh, that movie that comes out, is probably going to be one of the best DC movies, specifically because of because of his hand in it. Dude, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, after he does Guardians three, he's done with the MCU. And DC somehow, some way ropes him into like being the Kevin Feige of the DCU. 
man, I someone's got to do it. I don't know if he's the right person to do it, but someone's got to do it. Honestly, someone needs to get them on the right track when it comes to uh, you know having an overall vision. Um, and and DC and Warner needs to needs to trust whoever that is. Um, and not try to undermine them like they did with Snyder. Because like it or not, Snyder had a vision overall what he wanted, and it got toyed with. And then as soon as he st- had to step away, ev- everything everything fell apart. So it's tough. It is. Um, if you like sports, and who doesn't, you can check us out at thescrumsports.com. Uh, currently, the Lightning are kicking ass taking names in the NHL bubble. Uh, They're currently in the Eastern Conference final, leading one game to none against the New York Islanders after an 8-2 trouncing on Monday night. Uh, But that's enough for me. Enough of my shameless plug. Yeah, if you like video games, video game news, like talking the ins and outs of the business, kind of like what we're doing about Marvel, about uh, the the breaking cinematic universes. If you like that kind of aspect of of shows, but on video games, check out the Land Cave. If you're on this RSS feed, you already got it. Give us a listen. We like I said, we do deep dives into what's happening. Again, being being accurate, we're we're fans. But we try not to fanboy about something that's coming out. Oh we're my not gonna, god, Marvel is so amazing. Avengers is so amazing. Oh, oh. Yes, we try not to do that. It's like let's let's give them actual content. Uh, so, like for example, the PlayStation Five. Still don't know what the heck's happened on that Xbox. We actually got something new on that. So check out the Land Cave for more info on that. And that does it for us this week. Thank you so much to Tony McFar for joining us. Uh, hopefully that's the first of, of many guests we are going to have on the show. Yeah. As soon as I can figure out how to reach some of them. Um, <laughs> but that does it for us this week. I mean, I don't know what else, by the way, Avengers is an awesome game. Go get it for Xbox. Um, and you know what? Hey, if you want to play with me on Xbox, do it. Trevor G987. I'm throwing it out there. Do it. Um, but yeah, it does first this week. Thanks to Tony McFar, Patrick. Thank you as always for being an awesome, uh, number two chair. Cause there has to be one, number one, number one, number two <laughs> chair. I, mean, I will never call somebody a co-host. I'll always say a number two chair because in a show like this and the hockey shows I do, I feel like we're both hosts. I, you know, I get to be William Riker, so I'm okay with that. Make it so. (laughs) Have a good one, guys.